0: WKTY 967 FM 5:80 a.m. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma and Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse. It is uh, a nice day to get out there and fish. And in uh the the topic that I, I picked today anyway, um I actually picked last week, so it times out. Uh, <laughs> I was working on this last week and it's like it timed out really well and uh, with the uh, with the report here today about the uh, the northern bite, because uh, I, I did want to share some tips with you on on uh, you know places to go and and what to do to to catch your share of uh, share of northerns this year, and again um, they're uh, they're a lot of fun to catch, and especially you know you get some of those uh God, some of those monsters, or uh, you know and you know they're out there. Um, yeah, it's fun to catch a whole big batch of, uh, of pert, you know, nice perch and, and some bluegills and things like that. Uh, and then, you know, you go out and catch one of these, uh, you know, huge northerns and it's like, yeah okay. Panfish. Okay. I, anybody can catch panfish, you know? So that's, uh, um, it's, it's pretty cool. So. That's, uh, that's a ton of fun, but yeah, I did want to, uh, uh you know, share where, uh, uh, share a few tips on, like I said, where to, to go and what to do to catch your share of Northerns, um, during this part of the season here. And, um, and again, this, this time of year, uh, especially kind of, you know, we're, I, I, I guess I still consider it sort of early season here. Um, the earlier part of the season. I mean, it is, I mean, it is January 9th and, uh, it, it just, uh, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, we still have, you know, another couple of months here where, uh, uh we can enjoy the conditions out on the ice there. And, uh, again, uh, you know, northerns are just, uh, uh, a ton of fun to catch for ice fishing. Um, they're fun to catch during the rest of the year, but, uh, um, this time of year, uh, I, I don't want to say they're easier to catch, but it, for some reason they're just, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just, they're more fun to catch and, uh, uh, but that's uh, again, that's just uh, that's just me, um, and of course, you know, obviously, you're, you're you've got to approach things a little bit differently when you're you're talking about you know uh, fishing for northerns than you would say panfish. Uh, obviously, you know uh, the panfish bite. If you know, you know, if you're marking fish and you know the panfish are. Are there, you know, I mean, you just know, you know, uh, you can see them pretty easily, and well, you can in the Northerns as well, but uh, you know, it, it just, you know, you can see bunches of them. <laughs> you got you got multiples, you know, of uh, of panfish, uh, whereas with Northerns, you know, you gotta have a little bit more, you gotta have a little bit more patience. Uh, you may have to wait, you know, a half hour, forty-five minutes, or something to get hit. Uh, at this point in the, you know, of, of the season, this time of year, um, I just, I, they seem to be more cruisers, uh, than anything. And of course, you know, they're obviously chasing the, uh, uh the bait fish as well and their food sources. Um, and of course, you know, there's obviously fewer of them. It's not like, you know, you're going to see a, a school of northerns. Uh, it just, <laughs> that's just not the, not the way it works. You, you know, you get one here, you get one there and, um. Uh, of course, that makes sense, you know, bigger fish, less of them. So a little bit harder to catch. And I think that maybe, maybe that's part of the reason why they're, you know, uh, it, it's, it's cool when you actually can, you know, when you get one, um, you know, your odds are, I think a little bit higher in terms of, you know, of actually catching one. So it's, uh, um, of course it all, you know, it all kind of comes down to, uh, uh, defining them and and yeah that's it's it's the location um hopefully uh, you've you've practiced uh, what talked about in the past here is is that during the open water season um you know there you can kind of get an idea of like okay this is you know a weedy area for example you know this is the kind of place that yeah you know early season you know the there's going to be food source them in there. So yeah, this is the, at least where I'm going to kind of start my look for, uh, for Northerns and just kind of, you know, either plot it on your, uh, uh, depth finder somehow, uh, or, you know, just kind of remember where it's like, okay, I lined up with that third tree over and, you know, I mean, just kind of plot your place out there. Uh, and, and certainly, uh, think about those places here before, uh, before you head out. Uh, the thing is too, you know, with the location, you know, find your spots before you drill your holes. Um, you know, get, you know, pulling them out of the hole that much quicker, uh, weeds and, and of course, weed lines are, are good places to be. Uh, like I said, you know, um, you know, there are still weeds that are giving off, you know, dissolved oxygen this time of year. So, you know, that in turn. Again, stimulates the the whole food chain, top to bottom. There, you know, the small little plankton, you know, down at the bottom there, so to speak, uh, and and ending up, of course, with the uh, with the northern. And and don't overlook too the the shallower parts uh, of a body of water. Again, we're still, uh, you know, early enough in the season um, where a pike can even frequent places with uh, with less than five feet of water. And uh, I, I don't have any. Uh, stories to share anyway for uh this time of year but uh, I do know early part of last year that that uh, certainly is true uh there were uh, some of the some folks I know uh their son uh, and some of his buddies were fishing up in the the three lakes areas uh, up again by Trempolo. um and I don't mean to keep promoting that but I just that's just the experiences i I, I know about so uh but they were again fishing in in shallow water um you know five six feet uh, up in uh, I don't recall specific the the specific location um uh, but uh again it, it was a shallower area again you know five six feet and uh uh boy I think they spent uh, they they were there like a couple of days a, a couple of times you know and catching uh, catching some nice northerns in there so. Um, yeah, again, they can inhabit, you know, those shallow, uh, weedy bays that again, uh, you know, maybe a little shallow five, six feet on up to, you know, and obviously they'll cruise in some of those deeper waters, you know, 10, 15 feet, what have you. Uh, it all depends of course on the, uh, the body of water, you know, some lakes you know, hardly have any deep water and, um, some lakes maybe, you know, don't have much in the way of, of shallow water, um. Um, you know, for example, you know, Lake on Alaska has a pretty good mix of both, which I, I think also, uh, plays a role in, in having a good population of Northerns as well. You know, um, look for those, uh, those places, those kind of transition areas where you can find, you know, maybe a little bit of pocket of deeper water, uh, you know, tapering off into some shallower water, um, you know that's uh, um some place that uh, that you might want to check out i know that's kind of a broad statement there but um again you know, you're looking for that uh, those, those structural changes where maybe you know the Northern's might just kind of go down in that that deeper water during part of the day and uh come back up and cruise in the shallower areas when the the minnows are out and uh cruising around and again uh, you're looking for some of those uh, uh, some of those weedy areas that uh that will hold the, hold the bait fish and hold the, the little, uh, the little bugs and things like that on the, the, the weeds. And of course that, uh, again, like I said, with the whole, uh, the whole chain there. So, um, just kind of a little off topic here. Not that that's ever happened on this show. Uh, I was chatting with a, a guy the other day, uh, and, and he was saying that it, he had spoken to a guy, uh, uh, who was, uh, was fishing for crappies in about 13 wa- you know feet of water, uh, or in catching 12 inches. I mean, just some nice, some nice crappie while his buddy was, you know, 10 feet away fishing in about 15 feet of water and only catching six or seven inches. So, you know, sometimes those pockets do work, uh, you know, they might hold bigger fish, but they, you know, might also be holding fish that are more likely prey for northerns, um, uh, but in, in general, I, I think, you know, in, in those weedy areas, you'll find both, you know, the bait fish and panfish, uh, you know, food sources for the uh, the Northerns to eat. Um, and, and don't overlook places too, like, uh, you know, points or sunken islands, places like that uh, where uh, where nice weed beds are, are nearby. Um, and, and if those types of structures, if, you know, maybe have bends or contain some kind of break point where the Northerns can hang out and Wait for some place to you know, or wait for something to come by to ambush. Yeah, that's what you know. Uh, that's what they will uh, they will do. Ambush tactics. So, and uh, you know, it could be something like a, a sunken log or timber pile, what have you. Um, you know, if you find those kinds of spots, you know, maybe uh, you know, get the uh, uh, get the mark them out and uh, and and check it out. See if you can uh, can mark any fish in those in those places. You know, if you see the schools of bait fish, yeah, then, uh, uh think about drilling a hole or two and, and, uh, getting a line down in there. Um, maybe drill a bunch. <laughs> you know, chances are, I, even by this point of the season, I'm, I'm thinking, it, you know, it, it, you'll, it's like, okay, there, somebody has been here already. You know, some of the holes have refrozen over here, but, um, yeah, it, it's, uh. Uh, those are the kind of places that, uh, that you want to, you want to be checking out there. But again, you know, drill several of them so that, um, you don't have to be, you know, uh, unless you're making a major move, but I mean, you can, you know, in in the general vicinity, you can, uh, drill several holes and, uh, you know, easier to clean them, you know, chip that little bit of ice out as opposed to, to redrilling and, and spooking the fish, um, yeah. So, you know, again, if you're, you, you know, you want to change holes, it's uh, just a little bit easier since uh, there isn't going to be a ton of, of ice that has reformed since you uh, drilled the hole originally. So, uh, you chip that out pretty easily here. Now, as far as presentation goes, uh, like I, I mentioned during the fishing report, you know, the most obvious one I think is, uh, is a tip up. Um, they, uh, you know, I, I think if there's a, a kind of a go to for northern fishing, uh, around here, it's, yeah, you're using, uh, you're using a tip up, uh, again, it's one of those, I don't know, say it, it set it and forget it sort of thing sort of things. I mean, cause yeah, you know, like I said, the earlier, they, you know, you may have to wait a little while and it gets kind of tired, you know, tiring, boring, what have you to, uh, just simply be, uh, you know, holding onto the rod, waiting for the Northern. Um, a little easier to do it with the, uh, with the tip ups. So just uh and again, you know you're spooning it up with uh, a little bit heavier test line um, and uh, you know your uh, your lure of choice, whether it's uh, uh, something uh, a little flashy or just simply a, a you know a live bait a, a chunk of dead sh- smelt or or uh, you know a nice shiner or minnow of some kind or another a larger uh, uh, a larger minnow. that's kind of the 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 key. Uh, you, you know, you can fish larger, larger minnows with uh, uh, with those tip ups when you're uh, you're going for them in the Northerns here. Um, and the other thing too is, if the bait is dead, that's not necessarily a problem. Uh, and northerns are kind of scavengers, and so eating a, a piece of dead bait or a chunk of dead bait or a chunk of bait anyway uh, isn't necessarily an issue for them. Um, and, and certainly something too that that gives off a a good scent trail I, I think obviously is, is helpful as well. And, you know, if you're using a piece of smelt or something, you know, there's, there's a scent trail that it is, uh, that it is leaving. So, um, the other thing too, uh, I, I wanted to mention was, uh, about hooks too. Uh, you may want to consider using a larger circle hook, uh, um, you know, one Oh, up to maybe a three Oh on the end of the line. You know, a lot of times when you set the hook, you know, it catches, uh, in the corner of the mouth, which in terms Limits any injury to the fish. Uh, Not to mention, it's a pretty good hook set uh, with those those toothy guys. Uh, You may want to, you know, maybe put something. uh, You know, I don't think you need necessarily a a metal leader, but you know, something with a little a little bite resistance to it. uh, Something uh, that's a little bit tougher uh, as far as a a leader goes. Um, Whether it's you know fluorocarbon, what have you. Keep it light, of course, but, uh, which is, you know, uh, you know, fluorocarbon, what have you that, uh, uh, and you've got a lot of options there to, to choose from. Um, you know, like fluor- fluorocarbon, for example, you know, it's not as, it's nearly as tough as wire leader without the hassle that, you know, wire brings this time of year. Um, you know, and if you run into a problem too, uh, and this is a nod to the, the fly fishing folks, um, you know, if you have a, a problem with that line f- freezing up, anything like that, find some of that uh, fly line dressing and use that on the line. Uh, it it helps repel water, uh, and so of course uh, that will minimize any kind of a freeze up. Obviously, you can use you know you're using uh, line designed for ice fishing this time of year, but uh, again, if you're you know you're running into issues with the the spool or anything like that, then uh, then yeah, just uh, uh, get some of that. It's not a uh, not a bad idea, just it helps things out a little bit. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier too, um, you know, don't overlook shallow. Uh, when setting out your tip-ups, you know, maybe put one shallow, um, and then once you've got, you know, maybe, you know, again, you've marked this all out ahead of time here, you know, put something shallow, maybe drop one uh, a little bit in the uh, the deeper water there just to, uh uh, i guess cover your bases really is what uh, uh what i would be thinking here is just uh um, just to make sure that that you've got things you're you're, you're kind of hedging your bets so to speak so that's <laughs> what i'm saying and then uh you know and of course once you get the the tip-ups set out yeah you know if you want to do something a little bit uh with a little bit more action yeah you can do that uh jigging is the way to go uh, obviously uh you know if there's good water clarity, you know, something, uh, something flashy, uh, is a good bet to draw in a Northern's attention. Uh, a jigging spoon, of course, you know, fits the bill, whether it's a, a jigging shad, uh, some kind of, you know, jigging Rapala, uh, Swedish pimple, um, something like that, uh, uh, that, you know, and again, obviously there's tons of choices out there. Um, but if it's got a little flash, a little, a little something to, to spark, um, yeah, then uh, that definitely is something to uh, to think about. Northerners are going to see that flash and movement, uh, you know, even on a day like this. There, I you know I don't think I mean there's I don't, there isn't a ton of of snow cover, um, and uh, you know, so there'll still be some light penetration. So if you're you know you're fishing shallow, it's you know uh, that that flash they will be able to see that, uh, and hopefully uh, come investigate what uh, what you got there. So I mean, you can you know. I guess maybe when you start out, once you get the, the line in there and, and, uh, you know, just, you know, some big motions, something to, to flash, maybe kind of, you know, with, with a lot of the motion and things like that, a lot of big lifts and drops and things like that. I don't, you know, if that's kind of imitating, you know, one lure is kind of imitating maybe a school of bait fish or something, you know, that, uh, the fish can see. Um, the other thing too is, uh, um keep that, keep it in motion. Um, you know, especially, uh, you know, as you're, you're still hunting out the fish anyway, you know, stopping that lure dead kind of gives the the fish maybe the chance to, uh, you know, see the hooks line, whatever, and spook them off. But if you keep it moving, you know, they're not going to be able to get quite as good a read on it. Um, you know, being aggressive, uh, that, that movement gives them, um, the belief that, uh, you know, the, the lure is, is trying to get away and, and that will often trigger a hit. If you want to, and if you want to pause it for just a second or two, you know, just a little bit, one of those just, you know, freeze motions and then, you know, repeat what you're doing there, that, that is also a, a, a nice little, a nice little tactic where, you know, just that little pause, just like, Oh, he's stopping. Oh, he's going again. I better, you know, and. Uh, that, that will sometimes trigger the hit. So, um, good idea to try is, uh, you know, do all the moves then let the, maybe let, like I said, just let that jig sit for just a second or two. Um, if, and if you're, you know, obviously if you're seeing him, you know, seeing, you know, uh, on your, uh, your depth finder, um, whether or not, you know, if you can see that fish coming in, um, you know, again, just that little bit of hesitation, um, that, uh, and then started up again, that just isn't oftentimes enough just to trigger that bite. Um, you know, and if they aren't still aren't hitting that, uh, uh, that lure anyway, you know, try not to move it far from them. Um, but go to a type maybe of a, a shaking movement in terms of, uh, and change, change things from an up and down, maybe to more of a, I would say side to side. It's not, you know, I mean, you're obviously, you're limited here with the, the hole, mind you, but, you know, just you want something that that's, that's going to be a little more horizontal in the, the action, and so um, again, that can also uh, also trigger the fish as well. And you know, certainly it's, <laughs> one thing, one benefit anyway is if you know you're doing a lot of movement with the uh, uh, the rod and everything, uh, it keeps the blood going. It'll keep you a little bit warmer anyway. So, and, and hopefully too, it will, uh, it'll get your arm kind of loosened up for, for, uh, for pulling that Northern out of the hole. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, again, uh, oh, uh, one last thing I wanted to touch on as well, uh, that, uh, that makes northern's fun to fish this time of year. Uh, they can be active and hungry all day long. Uh, y- you know, in some cases, um, during the, the, the summer months, the open water months, in this case, um, they like to sleep in. <laughs> you're not really dealing with the early morning and late afternoon bite. Uh, again, uh, you know you're fishing kind of that middle part of the day where uh, things aren't. Uh, you know, you don't have to to rush right out of there at the the crack of dawn and and uh, think you're going to catch a ton of fish. I, I mean, you might. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it's uh, a little bit uh, a little bit later on if you want to. You know, maybe have another cup of coffee and uh, do that sort of thing, then, uh, then, then I think you're good to go. So, uh, or, or I guess in this case, listen to this particular program and then, uh, not, now you're kind of primed, you're all sort of pumped up and, and ready to go out there and, uh, go catch a mess of fish and yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. That's good. So <laughs> anyhow, it is uh, 8.48. I'm going to take a short break and be back in a moment here. We're going to hear from our sponsors, uh, Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland in the Shelby Mall on the south side of Lacrosse, and also from Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. Check out uh, all the great stuff that uh, Don has got out there. He's got tackle. He's got, uh, give you an idea of where to go do will get you taken care of. We'll be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask.